colleagues, hello friends, and welcome to The Corporation, the podcast that's too fun to fail. This is the show where I speak to employees of Hogswood Cooper Media, the worldwide conglomerate that owns everything from fast food restaurants to hedge fund companies. Each week, I strive to learn about and celebrate the folks who work for the many subsidiaries of this remarkable company. I'm your host, Dean Ardenfell, and I'm required to state that I am not employed by Hogswood Cooper. But boy, am I a fan, and I think you're going to be too. So let's get into it, shall we? My first guest is a research scientist at the Future Freedom Institute, as well as an adjunct professor of meteorology at Hanson Online College. His groundbreaking research has led to some of the most trusted findings about what he deems the liberal hoax of climate change. He attends monster truck rallies on weekends with his dad, Steve. Please welcome Elmo Pincham, everybody. Hi, hey. Elmo. Hey there. Thanks for doing? being here. I'm happy. Uh, you're happy to... I'm just happy. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to reciprocate by saying, I'm happy to be here, but then you just stopped at happy. So you're just generally a happy guy? Life's great. How can you complain? I don't know. I've, uh, you said you're happy, but your face is very stone, stone-faced, so I wasn't sure. You weren't emoting a lot. So yeah. I want to make sure we're on the same page here. I understand. Are you As a research scientist, I'm not really paid to emote. Oh, I'm, that's true. You are paid to do a lot of other things, right. though. Just, just come up with the science. Yeah. Report the science. Right. Now, speaking of science, you have no formal training in climate science, but you're a real inspiration to people who are interested in the subject. You think anyone can do it. So how did you get into, I know you have some scientific training, but not in the climate area. How did you decide, I'm going to do this instead? Well, first, uh, I said, this is a path I want to go down. Sure. So I did. Okay. And then I discovered that you can learn just about anything online. Oh, really? Okay. And, and so that's when I said, all right. What's a hot button topic? What some people are talking about? Sure. Climate change. Right. And that's what I did. Went Just online. Out of curiosity, what were a couple of the other hot button uh, cl- uh, issues that you thought about about learning about online? Well, there's a bunch of them. One yeah. was clowning. Oh, really? Okay. Thought about getting into that. Yeah, a lot of people have strong opinions about clowning. Yeah. But then I thought also, I don't want to be around children. Sure. So clowning. Yeah. immediately gone yeah right uh next one you're was, a large man a, a large man and you've got those tattoos and that's right you and don't look like a scientist if you don't mind me saying uh, like well, you, you picture like a, a nerdy guy in a lab coat but you've you've got a real buff look about you for a scientist well sometimes you gotta you know let your personality speak through and i just this sure. is the way i choose to manifest that is right right with muscles and tattoos and yeah that's i want great. people to know that science can also be tough it can be hard as rocks. Sure, hard as rocks. Well, that's, you know, science is rocks. And you've got like, uh, you know, you do put on a tie sometimes when you go on television and stuff. And we'll talk about that. Yeah. Hard um, as rock science is what I call it. Hard as rock science. It's yeah. like geography. That's a science right there. Sure. Yeah, it is. It is. Do you know more about the science of rocks? It's called geography. Oh, rocks okay. come together, then they start moving around right. the planet. Okay, cool. Geography, the, the study of rocks, everyone. Um, that, you know, people uh, like to demonize uh, carb, carbon emissions, CO2, right? Mm-hmm. But you say we need it and the trees need it, right? Oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh-huh. We're breathing out every day. Right. Right. We need more of that because sure. if we breathe out more CO2, that means that we're talking, we're communicating with each other, and therefore we're having wow. a happier place. That's that, why when you ask, I say I'm happy. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, so you're not talking about like what the scientific ramifications are of CO2. You're talking about like the social the good that's, that's a lot of CO2 being emitted is. Well, isn't that what you call social science? Sure. Uh, I don't call anything. Uh, I don't, I'm not really a scientist. I understand, um, but I'm just saying that people talking, letting yeah. out carbon. Yeah. Social it, science. Uh, 
I'm wondering how much of the online program you completed or whether you kind of mixed in other other electives. I generally skim. That's my sure. whole approach to okay. everything. You just skim. <laughs> yeah. If you gotcha. skim, you do it fast, you get through things, yeah. and then, hey, you move on to the next thing, and that's how you start acquiring. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's probably why you're so much further in your career than I am in mine, because you're, you know, you're, you're constantly, you know, uh, uh, aggressively moving forward, oh, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you got to. You got to. And if you don't, then wow. you're just... You lose, you know, sleep when you're dead. Right. Life short. Wow. That is such Words a to live by. foreign concept to me because I'm, I just don't have it in me to do that sort of thing. Um, but I'm, I'm very impressed by you. I mean, th- there are all sorts of things that you and just a few other brave scientists are saying, you know, about the fact that, um, you know, it's actually good for the planet to be warmer. A lot of people are taking you seriously, right? That's They're right. To, you know, people right now say, all right, things are burning around the whole world. Sure. You need the forest to burn down to grow a stronger forest, right? Right, right. Well, you need the ice to recede in order to grow stronger ice. Right. Oh, is that why? Okay. That is that is why, because the ice has got to go away for better and new ice to come in and replace it. Gotcha. So like a, a, the way that a, a cleansing forest fire uh, stimulates regrowth, you think that melting ice would stimulate more ice later. That's right. Wow. I had no You ever idea. eat an ice cream? Uh, I have, yes, of course. There you go. It disagrees with my stomach, my sensitive stomach. But I, I do occasion. What and what does that have to do with the theory that you're positing? It's just ice cream. Oh, okay. You were just thinking about ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, um, um, you're you're paid very handsomely uh, mm. by uh, by the Family Earth Foundation, a conservative think tank, and many other groups. Uh, it was uh, discovered at least $1.2 million over the last 10 years uh, to, you know, uh, to put forth the, your, your research and everything and go on TV. And uh, what's it like to be on TV? That must be fun. It's great. Yeah. You know, you go there, they got food. Sure. You eat. Yeah. They talk to you. Right. Well, what I love about it is wherever I go, people agree with me. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nobody ever says no. That's not true. So, so you've never in your whole life had anyone come up to you and say, uh, "This is uh, spurious, and uh, you're damaging, uh, you're damaging the environment." And I'm going to ask you to plants. stop right there because sure. I don't like that word. Oh, what spurious I, or that that one? I'm okay. not even going to repeat it. Sure. Okay. That word is yeah. not a good word because I don't know it. Okay. Sometimes I uh, I don't really know what it means either. I just used it because I thought it would impress you, really. So I'm gonna what I'm gonna do is move on and ask you about um, mm-hmm. you know some some say that like politicians are trying to make climate change like a lightning rod issue for people who are just mad at the government and then they sow the seeds of doubt using these like puppet scientists to like legitimize debunked junk science. But those people are paranoid, right? Of course they are. Sure. I mean, would you want to be on the side of right or wrong? Uh, uh, you saying what are you saying exactly? Well, if you know something is right, why would you want to be on the side of wrong? Those people are just scared because they know they're on the side of wrong. I see. I see. But it's a loud voice. It's saying, hey, let's all be wrong together. So they want to be wrong together. Uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So so you're saying that the 99% of scientists and... Can any of those scientists bench more than a bar? That's what I got to say. That's 45 pounds. That is is an amazing uh, counter response. That's right. It really is. And And I'm calling dead weight right there. Wow, I couldn't. I I definitely couldn't argue with that at all because right. I I think I'd be too scared. Put two forty five plates on either side of that bar. Mm-hmm. Watch what happens. Okay. Most of your scientists, ninety nine percent of them, go out of the room. Wow. They're on the side of wrong. Wow. And has that happened to you before, where you've ended up in a room where there are barbells and other scientists attempting to tell you you're wrong? Sometimes. Yeah. And then I go to this gym when I go out of town. Yeah. And we're at a scientist convention, right? Sure. Yeah. So. Uh- Lab coat and all. I'll go there and I'll start putting putting some weight down yeah. and then start benching. 
and then when others I invite them over, they don't in, want to come over. No, but you're. It's like a kind of a weird flex way to say like uh, I disagree with you. Don't come over here. Uh, don't you want to fight? I'm a friendly man. Sure. No, no I know. I like to invite people over to my house. Yeah. I've invited scientists over for ribs. Yeah. And then they start talking about all this, you know, eating meat is part of what's wrong with the planet. Sure, yeah. I don't want to hear that. Yeah, right. Well, I'm so interested in this, and I definitely want to talk about your monster truck rally hobby. But before we do that, I'm going to bring in our second guest. Um, and right before we do that, uh, we're going to pause to hear a quick word from our sponsor. All right, so we'll be right back. The corporation is sponsored by Vermont Comedy Club, offering world-class stand-up, improv, and sketch comedy five nights a week. The Comedy Club has a full bar, food menu, and table service, so make a night of it. Vermont Comedy Club is located just downhill from the Flynn Theater on Main Street in Burlington. They also offer classes for adults and camps for kids. For more information, visit vtcomedy.com. Now back to the show. And we're back. We've been talking with Elmo Pincham, research scientist at the Future Freedom Institute. And now I'm going to bring in my second guest to the conversation, who works for a totally different subsidiary of Hogswood Cooper. My second guest is a senior youth representative at Potent Talent, Hollywood's premier agency for child and teen talent. Her clients have been featured in such films as Cinderella 3, A Twist in Time, Ghost Dad, and The Country Bears. She also manages a, a softball league of other talent coordinators. Please welcome Tessa Hazenpeel. Hi, Tessa. Hi. So nice to be here. It's great to have you here. Um, you represent kids and teens who really want to be in movies oh, or yeah. like whose parents really want them to be. What's that like? Oh, my God. Um, sometimes it's a joy and sometimes it's a challenge, but every sure. day is a gift, you know? Yeah. I mean, you're you really I mean, what a fun time to get to work with, you know, children all the time. Oh, my gosh. Media is everywhere. It is crazy right now. Our industry is booming with so much talent those stranger things kids have like really given us such a boost oh yeah um everybody's well, looking for young talent right now and sure. pt has it yeah and that's fun because i mean i know that pt uh potent talent doesn't have any of the stranger things kids in their no roster. we do not represent any of those kids yeah. but they did really open some doors it's unfortunate yeah. that we haven't been able to represent any of them yet but yeah. and I know there's um, some but we do have a lot of um you know similar kids that sure. represent similar talents yeah and you have i've seen your roster and it does have like an inordinate number of children who look very similar to the stranger things kids and well then I when also they're saw, hot they're hot you know yeah and then i also saw that some of the project look very much like stranger things but not right uh y- you know and we've been accused before of some unsavory um, sort of um, copycat kind of things but you know when you look at the film and movie industry um, you know compliments and flattery are just you know it's it's what are, what are some of the shows that um, are like Stranger Things that you are starting to place some of your talent in? Uh, right Side Down uh, oh, okay. is a really positive one that's coming out right now. Um, what network is that on? Um, that's on the Blue Network. Have okay. You, you've heard of the Blue Network? Sure. It's not a fan of that net network. Oh, no. No. Oh, uh, and, and just the name alone. Oh, name just alone. because of the name. Name alone. It sounds like anything blue or green would probably ruffle your feathers, I would say, probably, right? Green's like money. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, um, are you not aware of like the Green New Deal or the Green Movement? Or? It's it's B L U. It's it's blue. Oh, blue. Like I mean, it's the not blue a real network. color. Aren't okay. those like aren't those it's cigarettes another. or like things you smoke? Uh, we were we were talking about a television uh, network, a, not a not, yeah. a not a cigarette company, yeah. but uh, but that's fine. I mean, you you uh, at, at any level you can uh, pay attention to the conversation. Elmo is fine with us. Like we'll we'll catch you up at any point you need to be. I'm watching some UFC uh, previews I, I right notice, now, yeah, so I, I can get back to that. Yeah, no that's, problem. That's, Sorry, that's fine. I mean, we 
uh, I want. I mean, I want you guys to be in a conversation together. Oh, absolutely, but it's fi- totally no, fine. I, if you I don't want to interrupt. Them. No, I no, welcome. That's no, great. Um, uh, uh, many of uh, many of the stars um, that you made, like through your agency, yes, uh, like, yes. like um, subsequently named you personally as the reason for their like slide into. Uh, uh, drugs and alcohol and eventual obscurity and right, yeah. you can't be and blamed think, for that no, right? of course no. uh, of course those are their own choices and decisions and yeah. unfortunately you know uh, that the path to stardom does you know it is paved with blow uh, in a lot of sure. cases yeah. and um, and I don't think that's something we would specifically of course as a corporation or a company uh, talent agency uh, endorse specifically no. but it does sort of I'm not going to pretend that it doesn't grease the wheels sometimes do you tell parents when they Do want a little blow. When, when their kids want to be, get into this industry you tell them that the path to success is paved with blow yeah I mean it's it's in a fine print uh, on the contract uh, when they sign okay. with exclusively uh, with potent yeah I see I see and how I mean many say that like Hollywood is no place for a child um, uh, some would say that but it's like who you know which kid is gonna discover the next ET you know if if there aren't kids in Hollywood but you, did you say which kid is going to discover the next ET right like which kid is gonna go into the woods and find an alien oh, okay I thought you might have and, and coach it because I know you have some very young people working at potent who are oh. in charge of finding talent right they're recruiters yeah, yeah. and those ch- those people are how old right uh, they uh, they start at six uh, and they okay. go up to 18 so you have like yeah. an internship program for young people and uh, you yeah you could call it that and then w- what are their duties uh, in those uh, they uh, go to school and they um, uh, they go to all the school like auditions um, yeah. sometimes to like band concerts or choir concerts okay. um, but they're always looking for you know the next new thing Um, so they're looking for talent what happens when a child uh, starts to transition to becoming a teenager and you know that awkward Uh, period in between puberty right 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 and then we hit that weird awkward phase where everybody's hair is a little too long and Uh everybody's a little too sweaty and their skin we got the braces and yeah and so uh, that's when we um, in most cases um, will nullify the contract between the ages of 12 and 14 depends on the kid though honestly because some people start early and some people start late but we reserve the right to uh, drop the contract for two years so what happens when let's say uh, a good-looking child actor gets his first pimple and you nullify his contract immediately and he comes into your office with his mother crying you know how do you manage that oh yeah sometimes that's tough it's just the nature of the business and um you know, talent has no time for tears. That's it's printed wow. on our wall. Uh, we have That's it embossed amazing. on our wall. Talent's no, um, ta- no time for tears. Okay, so I'm loving Tesla right now. She's great. Thank Tessa. Thank you so oh, much. That's great. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, you guys might be the most different guests I've ever had from one another. Ever. Uh, how do you feel, Tessa, about uh, about the climate hoax? You know, I I, I leave science to the scientists. I, I defer to uh, Mr. Pincham, um, but. I uh, I just know how hard it is when we've booked a shoot uh, for how, for for weather to really interrupt it. Mm. So global warming to me sounds like a pretty good idea, just because then we're right. looking at more sunshine, we're looking at more good days for shooting. Right. And honestly, that just makes all of our kids happier. And at the end of the day, as you said, you know, um, not just happy to be here, just happy. And so uh, in general, I like to. If it's hotter, you got to wear less. You got to look good. 
you got to keep that body tone intact. You got to keep intact. your skin fresh. Absolutely. Now, I, I know it's moisturizing. That, I know that Elmo is not uh, in your demo. No, uh, as, uh, as certainly you say. not. No. He's, he's yeah, at the age of 17, we start weaning kids off our Great, program. Yeah. But like, let's say, you know, you had a project that you needed a, a dad or, or a, a motorcycle driver or something on. Would you mm-hmm. consider uh, Elmo here for one of those roles, you think? Well, yeah, as certainly a motorcycle dad. Um, yeah. I really appreciate the, the length and the care that you take of your mustache. That's um, right. So, I mean, it's something that, um, is that, is that actually, I taught you dipping your finger into something there. Is that, is that crude oil that you're using for your mustache to, to style your mustache? I was wondering what that smell was. That's a secret. You don't even go and refine that shit. You just go straight up crude. Wow. Straight up crude. Is that good for all hair? It's every hair. Okay. Oh wow. Well, that's certainly. This, you know, that's fascinating. Um, sorry about that. I just no, found one of the things that you spin around on New Year's Eve. Uh, to start playing with it. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm starting to regret that there are so many things in my office that you can pick up and play around with because I feel like your I, yeah, attention span is... Yeah, that's a real... You know what? I have a completely clear office of toys. Otherwise, the kids just Oh, so like when you... Put, absolutely bananas. So when you bring a new child into a, an office for a meeting or something and then yes. you leave and you have to go do some t- paperwork or something, you just leave them in a bare, empty office. Yeah, absolutely. With nothing to look uh, at. It's a very stark office. A lot of people yeah. find it very unfriendly, but I do not tolerate... Uh, a playtime. Yeah. What, what happens when, um, let's say, a parent brings in a child who's got a lot of talent, and really you're excited about their, oh, look, yeah. their look and everything. Absolutely. And then the, the the mother, let's say, goes to the bathroom, and the child takes you aside and says, "I don't want to do this. Uh, my mom wants me to do this." Oh I, my gosh. I, yeah. I, this like, has totally you, happened. Handle, Absolutely. How do you handle that? Honestly, well, it depends a little bit on like pre or post contract, but in general. Um, you know, at that point, I look at the kid. This happened recently, and I'll, you know, change the names to protect this child. But uh, I looked at him and I said, Blake, tough luck. Wow. Because honestly, his mom has signed a contract. He's with us until he's 12. Yeah. Shape up. Because right, so you said a little tough love. Well, I'm, you know, and I'm not a parent. Oh, thank God. Oh, that's what's going to be my, my no, next question. Oh, absolutely yeah. not. No, not no. for me. Ah, kids all day? No, thank you. Not I, at home. I was almost well. a parent, so I, I know that fear. What if you, let's say, in another world, another dimension, you had a child, and Ugh. that child wanted to act, and you brought him into your office. How, how would you feel about that if your kid really wanted to act? Well, if my kid wants to act, obviously potent is the right place. Sure. Uh, potent will get you in the door with so many Producers' assistants. Um, really, producers' assistants. Yeah, wow. uh-huh. they'll get you right in the door. Yeah, that'll get you to the door. And um, you teach them any techniques once they get in that door? Oh, of course. Like what do they do when they when they get in that door? They're sitting there one on one with them. It's uh, funny you, that's you, a great put, question. you put down the New Year's toy, and now you're doing you're doing a better job at my job than I am. So Do I really you, appreciate you, you re-engaging. That, that was yeah. natural yeah. curiosity right that's there. It's fantastic. called science, yeah. son. It's fantastic. No, uh, that's good. Uh, when you're in the room with the producer's assistant, I yeah. always tell my kids the first thing you have to do is break into a Shakespearean monologue. Um, That gives you some immediate legitimacy um, and talent. If they tell you to stop, this is not the place for that, um, belt it louder, Mm. right? Okay, if you have to sing it, sing it. So hit Um, them harder. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it's wow. it's about being heard. It's about being yeah. seen. Yeah. And if you can't be seen, then how are you going to get the job? Yeah. Right? And I, know, I mean, I looked at your roster and it's incredible. Like, um, mm-hmm. between the uh, unpaid six to 12 year old interns that you have doing the majority of the work at your company. So, yeah, just the and, recruiting, you know, but it's honestly, I mean, it's like we can't be at every talent show. Right. And the people who are actively auditioning but don't have any current work. I mean, that makes up yeah. 98% of your roster. There. Absolutely. There's, there's Absolutely. only like five kids that you're really actively getting work for. Well, and they are. <laughs> Honestly, just 
I just unbelievable yeah. talent. Right. That's like an untapped oil well right there. Right. Um, yeah, I want to real quick, I mean, uh, circle back here because I, uh, I neglected to talk about both of your interesting hobbies here. Oh, it's wow. softball team. Uh, El- Elmo go. goes to uh, monster truck rallies with his dad. Uh, how, how, how'd you get into that? Oh, it's real simple. Yeah. Started off with Bigfoot. Bigfoot 2, Bigfoot mm-hmm. 3. Then wow. you got in a grave digger. That okay. took it to a whole different level when they figured out how to do that differential. Sure. So those things don't just flip over and break. Uh-huh. They can flip over and keep going. Wow. Guys, I shouldn't even say this, but we're working on a Gravedigger origin story right now. No way. Yeah. Really? No. Gravedigger origin story? You're Hell yeah. That yeah. Gravedigger is my favorite. I, uh, Tessa, you, you're you on a softball league with other talent agents on the weekends, and you manage yeah. that softball team. Yeah, I manage it. I man- Everywhere I go, I manage. You just manage so <laughs> I just much. manage yeah. somehow. That's um, nice. Sometimes we, uh, yeah, we get together on the weekends and uh, just play softball. I think one of the things that's most important uh, in the entertainment industry is self-care, so you don't kill <laughs> yourself or other children. That's incredible. So, so you see it as an outlet for you not to harm children. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, if I didn't have it, I would just wonder how many bodies would be in my office. Oh, <laughs> I shouldn't wow. say that. Oh, my God. That's so, so My lawyer would be so mad at me for saying that uh, on the air. But. Elmo, have you ever wanted to kill a child? All the time. Yeah. All the time. When I'm driving my H2, yeah. I'm just going down. I see a kid on a bike. I'm like, get out of my way. Sure. Yeah. I Amazing. will run you over. Yep. And, and you see kids on bikes, and that just reminds you of people trying to be green all the time, right? I just think it's weak. You think, okay, so. If I see somebody not choosing to go out there and go by a faster mode of transportation, they deserve to be put down. Okay. Yeah, it does seem like uh, you're sort of equating anyone who who would like to preserve our natural resources and the environment as less than a man or or somehow weaker. uh, Earth wasn't put here to preserve. It was put here to be spent. Sure. It was put here to be used. Right. Our slogan should be "Use your Mother Earth." Sure, right, and I think we almost have. I think that's the issue. We almost—that's right. Use have. it until it's done. Right, sure. Uh, you want to get the most out of life. Yeah. So well, you want to get the most out of the earth. I, I'm envious of the amount that you're getting out of your life right now. I keep getting more. The more that I say that, the more I get. So it's like your life is a an endless cycle of renewable resources with like sure. no finite end to it. I don't know what any of those words be, but I'm going to say yes to that because that sounds nice. Fantastic. Tessa and Elmo, I got to thank you guys so much for spending time with me today. It's really been uh, enlightening. Uh, uh, I want to thank our listeners for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe and rate and review and email me at deanardenfell at hotmail.com. And remember, Dean Ardenfell is not and has never been an employee of Hogswood Cooper Media or any of its subsidiaries. Cheers, everybody. Thank you, guys. Bye. Thank you so much. Right. Bye. is a presentation of Unicow Media. Dean Ardenfell was played by Nathan Hartswick, Elmo Pincham was played by David Christopher, and Tessa Hazenpeel was played by Tina Jaxling. Subscribe to hear new episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. For more great stuff, follow The Corporation Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, and check out thecorporationpod.com. Yeah!